I don't know why anybody in Cincinnati or Dayton or Northern Kentucky would do payroll with anybody else. Welcome back to the Payday Podcast with host Matt Flynn. Last week, we talked a lot about your story, what got you into it, and some of the hot topics you're seeing around your industry right now. Let's talk about payroll partners. I know they're a sponsor of this podcast. What's been your history with payroll partners, and what's their legacy? So payroll partners has been around just over 20 years, um, headquartered in Fort Wright, Kentucky. Uh, most of their early history, they were, were small business focused. Um, you know, growing slowly through word of mouth, through a good customer service model with dedicated service people involved in payroll. Um, they slowly started to keep growing and growing. And then eventually some of their clients grew as well, but they did not have some of the necessary software solutions for some of those clients as they grew. So that's when they first developed a relationship with uh, Kronos Ready, which is now called UKG Ready Software. Um, shortly after that, they ended up uh, meeting a investment person who needed a one-person S-Corp payroll and couldn't believe the kind of service he got for the price at Payroll Partners. So he brought him in, brought them into a staffing company he was involved with. And once again, was just so impressed with the higher level of service for not more money that um, they ended up investing in, in Payroll Partners. And then shortly after that, that investment group uh, took full ownership um, of payroll partners. And then around that same time is when they went all in with UKG ready as their sole software. And, uh, I was brought onto the team two years ago and with the new, the new owners. And, uh, we are seeing that we are in this really unique spot in the market that doesn't exist. There are other small service-based payroll companies um, but they don't really have as good a software. And then all the other big payroll companies that have really good software, they just don't have really great service models. So this gave us a unique spot where we could, based on how our, our vendors charge us, we can be really competitive from a price standpoint. We can pay really good people to be advocates for those clients with all things payroll and payroll taxes. And, you know, we can create a win-win for our clients. So um, obviously we're growing and I'm in sales and I'm ecstatic for the future of payroll partners. We are the next big thing in payroll in Ohio and Kentucky. Nice. That's amazing. So looking at that, you had other options. We talked about that last episode too, of kind of what your careers looked like. There's other payroll companies that exist in the United States of America. You could go sell for them. Why have you not? Why do you like payroll partners? This job I'm in right now gives me the ability to both help small business and mid-sized businesses. And that is not easy to find if you are going to sell payroll services. Uh, so basically, I can help the startup restaurateur. I can go help the one-person real estate agent who decides, I just want to cut some of my taxes and, and run a simple monthly or quarterly payroll, but I, I want somebody I can call in the month of December to do a couple custom things that are unique to me, and I don't get that from the big national guys, and I want somebody to not charge me a ton of money for that. So... You know, I'm helping that person, but
But then at the same time, I can also help a whole bunch of bigger companies with what's specific to their industry, whether you ha- you're an HVAC company and maybe workers comp is a bigger concern of yours, or you have traveling employees and you need a timekeeping system where you can punch in to a different type of job and punch into a different tax rate or punch into a different type of pay. You know, I can help all those companies and I, and payroll partners has not made me, you know, niche into one particular industry, one particular size company. They're letting me help anybody who needs help in Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky. And that's why I love it. So let's start with size first. Yeah. Smallest company, single real estate agent who's, who's making their first play. How would you help them? Those people are fun. It's, it's, I do this all the time. I've signed up maybe 40 examples of this. I always call them up and have a, just a real quick phone conversation. I'm like, uh, this is not going to work like when you were a W2 employee. You know, typically what we do is, depending on the situation, we either do a monthly or quarterly, and we typically just do tax only, meaning that we'll pull their taxes and our fee and, you know, file all the proactive taxes you want to do if you're now a S-Core officer and you're now an employee of that S-Core and you want to file payroll a little more proactively than when you were an LLC. Um, there's actually tax savings in doing it this way, but they're also opting into things they didn't do before. Like they're now opting into state unemployment. So I can explain to them, you know, Hey, the rate's only a little bit high your first two years, but then it'll drop, but Hey, you get a benefit. So you can file for unemployment, you know, as an employee, of this S core and collect benefits if your business ever stops, like from another global pandemic or worst case scenario, you pay this tax while you're running your business 20, 30 years. Now you're going to retire. Your business shuts down. You can file for unemployment and collect unemployment for the first six months of retirement. So I kind of explained to them, you know, how it works um, and as well as help that business just feel like, oh, this isn't as complicated or as hard as I thought it would be. Literally, somebody's going to email me four times a year and tell me, what do I want to pay myself? And I have to get to a certain total by the end of the year, my CPA recommends. And then, you know, they're going to also just pull the taxes I need to and pull a small fee. And that's, and that's how it works. And it's easy. And now those people can sleep at night knowing they're not going to have to pay them, you know, a huge tax bill at the end of the year. Huge. Well, let's talk about that same company that scaled up. Now they okay. have five other realtors. Now they're a broker or wherever that looks like. So you're not sole entrepreneur, but now you're in that small to mid-sized company. When does it make sense to partner with you? So now that you're in the small and mid-sized pace, so your business has survived, you've gotten through that initial difficult time, you've got more than just a couple employees now. Now is when you start thinking about, oh, you know, 2023, getting employees is difficult. I might, I might need to start offering benefits. Wow. I just made my payroll double, you know, twice as complicated. So now you have to figure out, am I going to offer a group health insurance plan? Am I going to offer medical dental, uh, vision? Am I going to offer life insurance? You know, I got to figure out, you know, how I'm going to do the deductions. Cause I'm going to basically make the employee pay for a portion of that. Then there's a deduction piece that goes with it, but then you also have a, have a section 125 or a premium only plan deal you have to set up so that some of the um, 
money that they're paying towards those benefits, they can at least take a tax advantage and take that Social Security Medicare taxable wage base down. So you need a payroll company who can connect you with the right vendors to do all that stuff. And then also make sure the payroll is run correctly with those things. So that's the other differentiator as that small business is starting to scale up, you know, and they just, they're starting to be a little bit more involved with their payroll outside of just tax filing. Huh, huge. So next up, medium large. So this is not your business empire yet with tens of thousands of employees, but let's say you're past that 20 mark, that 30 mark, that 40 mark. How do you help them? Is it the same skill set? I mean, what changes do you typically see in that So now, now you're kind of graduating out of the, uh, you know, my, my software for payroll only, those first two examples, the first example, they're not even logging into my software. The second example might, it depends on their preference. We can give them a full service model where they're sending us, you know, wages through an email or on a spreadsheet, or they can log in and do it that way. But now as we keep going upstream, this is where my differentiator on my software really comes into play. Um, the biggest thing is timekeeping. So, and what goes hand in hand, most people don't think about this with timekeeping is vacation and PTO. So tracking PTO and vacation time for a small business is so difficult. And it's also difficult because what you're going to do is you really want to hire this person, but they're a young Z or millennial that have really weird requests <laughs> around how much vacation they want to be offered right out of the gate. And it doesn't fit this policy you created when you set up your company. So now you start doing all these custom PTO and vacation rules. So that's where we we can really help a company out is our software UKG from Kronos has really awesome timekeeping. So now, you know, I can help this business who's been tracking all of this stuff through spreadsheets who has been failing at that usually manually. And then now employees, I had a client just the other day. They're like, um, you know, I really give everybody all the time off they ask for. And, you know, they're always going negative. We have a policy, but we let them go negative all the time and I still pay them. And it's like, they just don't even appreciate that. And I'm like, well, you need to get into my software and you need to start tracking it. And you need to, every time they look at their check stub, they can see how negative they are in their vacation time. Right. If it's measured, it's managed, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's so you can still be a uh, tracking this stuff. Doesn't mean you're not a lenient, good, cool employer that wants to, you know, that that's where like even the companies that are doing unlimited PTO, They're you still, still need to track PTO. Like right. you, you say you want to be cool until you know, Linda keeps taking time off and we have this unlimited PTO, but she's not really supposed to take that much time off. You know, how do we, how 100%. do we deal with it? So, you know, that's where some of the things are kind of going 180 with, with that. So our system does all that, but we have the ability to customize the rules, keep it fully automated in the app, in the software. So it's seamless, all the data from all the hours punched in and out and all the time off flows right into the payroll grid and then boom, process payroll, you're done. And then now that I do a lot of deals like that for like 20 to 40 employees, but now, you know, the next big thing is HR, you know? So, and this is a challenge because a lot of people think when payroll companies talk about HR tech, 
that we do HR consulting. I just want everybody out there to know payroll partners does not do HR consulting. We do, we have no interest in writing a policy about sexual harassment for your business. We don't do anything around that. All we do is we provide tech for internal HR or maybe a fractional HR consultant your company contracts with because payroll houses the best employee data. And then as you grow as a business, it can make sense to do more stuff HR related inside the database that does your payroll. And UKG ready, I've got a ton of modules. Amazing. So outside of the software, let's go Empire, PNG, GE, the made the big boys. Yes. How do you typically service them differently than your competitors? And then what does that look like looking at your mid to large? Well, to be clear, I don't go that big. So <laughs> So this would never so, be an option yeah, anyway. So like UK, UKG ready could probably service it's got enterprise capability. Um, payroll partners is typically using it. We're probably going to, I don't go after many companies more than 500 employees. Okay. We do have some clients with up to a couple thousand employees. Um, so we're typically servicing smaller HR departments. Um, that's but, intentional. You like working with us. That's yes. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the best fit for us. Uh, the other thing too, is we're not, you know, we meet the client where they are. So we don't work for UKG ready. We work for payroll partners. So some clients and this, and this is something that I've noticed, like, have you, have you noticed to watch television lately? You do that now with, I've got, I think eight different apps that I might use for my preferred programming that I pay money I don't pay cable bills anymore. Instead, I pay eight, Apps, right. eight, eight other app fees to be able to watch TV. Well, I think people are comfortable with that. So um, there's all these new industry-specific apps that are coming on board to do some of this stuff. Really what they want is they want a payroll company who can integrate something with something they're doing that's industry-specific. Right. So we're really good at that as well. And UKG, you know, we can basically upload any type of industry-specific payroll spreadsheet into our system and then we can just do tax filing and direct deposit. So we'll meet the client where they are. You know, I've got great timekeeping that might not be the best fit. I can't track GPS coordinates for a company that wants to track mileage. You know, there's, there's softwares that do that. Mine doesn't. So, but that company that does that software, they don't typically want to do tax filing into the city of, you know, Madeira. So right. they don't do payroll, right? So it's 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 figuring out what custom solution works for everybody. So, um, but as far as like HR stuff, you know, the stuff we do well that we do for a lot of our clients, uh, we do onboarding extremely well. We've got a whole um, applicant tracking ATS module oh, cool. that can do that as well. Uh, and then we can also we do an awesome job with all things open enrollment and benefit enrollments and performance reviews. Those are the big areas we typically help with. Nice, awesome. Now that's the scale of the company. So let's talk about the industries. I know you said you you can kind of dabble in every industry. What's your favorite industry to work with? I had a client that just implemented beautifully, and they're happy, and I'm happy. My team who's servicing them loves this client. And so I got to say, I want more clients like this. And this is a manufacturing company. Um, 
one of the, the biggest reasons they came to us is they had the most complicated PTO rules really? we ever set up. And they basically wanted people to be able to request time off more than two weeks in advance and be able to get an addition, a larger vacation pay if they requested time off longer. So our system has the capability to not only program rules into each request around pay type, but we can also create a parent pay type off and children underneath it. Wow. So they could track the balances would go off for the, so we, we basically created a, this is the 14 day PTO time. And this is the, the, uh, regular day day PTO time. And this one won't work if it's not 14 days, right? you know, and then you can use both of them and they come off the same balance. And then the employee still, it still tracks everything in an automated fashion. So, um, that, and then they're loving other parts of it. And I feel like, that client will continue to add additional HR modules as we go. So And manufacturing is booming, right? So oh, yeah. that's the other place too that the United States is definitely investing in manufacturing. We have Intel moving in, we have Purina moving in, in this neck of the woods. So it makes sense to be aligned with there. Is there any industry that you don't like working with? So the hardest payrolls, and I won't say I don't like working with them and I want their business, but they are the hardest payrolls, and that's the restaurant industry. Really? They, they um, and they have the hardest time with turnover right now. Uh, so like, you know, getting just the basic new hire data in the system is a lot of work. You know, we sometimes find ourselves hand holding, you know, high turnover managers who that's probably, it's not, it's almost not even the employee side. It's that the restaurant managers is it's a different level of person. So I think it's, it's harder for restaurant groups to hold their managers to do a, a good payroll paperwork process to just get that information to us. So they're the hardest, but I'm never going to say I don't love, I worked in the restaurant industry. I have it holds a special place in my heart, but I will say I've gotten really good at setting really, you know, explicit, strict expectations. And that's the thing that a lot of businesses I think are learning in this labor shortage environment of 22, 23 is if you're going to throw my people under the bus, cause you can't get managers who can send me payroll, then I don't want your business, you know, and we have to do that in payroll now. Um, you know, so it, it's, it's, it's part of where things are going. So, um, I'm good at recognizing that now. And I make sure clients understand these are our rules. And if you don't follow them, we're either going to jack your fee up <laughs> or we're not going to be able to do business with each other. And you have a bad experience because yeah. you're not using the tool the way it's supposed to be used. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And you're not alone. We had the tech company for a long time too. And working with restaurants, I cannot tell you how many greasy ceilings we crawled around in to lay cable or how many code violations we saw. I mean, it's, it's difficult. Love the industry, but man, that was brutal. I can't imagine taking care of some of the back of house stuff for them. It'd be very difficult. So outside of those major things, which is the industry type and also the scale of the company, is there anything else that makes that key customer for you that you really like working with? I think the companies that appreciate the most are the ones that really want a person. They want to feel like there's somebody who they can email and they'll answer that email in a decent amount of time, somebody they can call and, they, and they'll go to that person. 
that dedicated person who just knows their business and their payroll. I think that is key. And my competition who are moving to these team and hotline chatbot service models, even though they look great for stock holders and mm -hmm. profit margins, the clients just do not respond well to that. They want a payroll person. They want a payroll partner. Hence payroll partner. Ah, oh, I see what you did there. No, yeah. I really like that. That makes sense. No, that's fantastic. So outside of that, anything else you want to add about your experience with payroll partners? Um, I will say I, I appreciate you know, the flexibility that they have given me in doing some of my crazy LinkedIn videos that I like to do running a podcast um, and, and, you know, doing this podcast, especially so I can, hopefully this will be the, the more serious version of me that's out there in, in the internet, um, with, uh, information to help folks. But, um, the, the commitment they have to our clients is, and, and to our staff, um, you know, it's hard to be a growing company right now. You know, um, you got to pay people more than you used to. And, you know, they're, they're doing a great job of taking care of our people. We have a great culture. I think it's a great culture for payroll. Um, people who do payroll are not um, kind of like your corporate drink the Kool-Aid types. This is, this is like the restaurant industry in many respects in that, like, it's got to get done. You know, like these people, our clients expect their employees to get paid or they will shut down. So like the accountability and the pressure is huge. And I think, you know, the amount of appreciation our leadership gives to our staff, you know, and the work that our staff does for our clients, it, gives, it makes me motivated every day to keep adding more people into this culture and into this into this book of business and and. I don't know why anybody in Cincinnati or Dayton or Northern Kentucky would do payroll with anybody else. But it's a I just want to give a special shout out to my team back at Payroll Partners. They make all this possible for me, especially my boss, the owner, Noah Osterhag, who believes in me enough to do this podcast and, and you know, let me represent his brand. And I just hope you like the first episode and you'll keep checking us out for more. And one thing I will promise, and I tell anybody who meets with me, I will never, ever waste your time.